This is the Hasidic Story Project with Barack Holman, podcasting from Jerusalem, Israel. You'll never know, you'll never know, you'll never know, you'll never know. The Holy Baal Shem Tov had a Hasid whose name was Zev, and Zev decided that he was going to leave Judaism and become a sorcerer. He wanted to be involved in black magic, and he had befriended a group of non-Jewish guys who were teaching him whatever black magic there is, and he decided that he was going to spend one last Shabbos by the Baal Shem Tov. So he's there Friday night at the Tish at the Baal Shem Tov's house, and it's freezing cold outside. Inside the house, though, it's very warm. And Zev, he's standing towards the back near the door of the house. The Rebbe is way into the house and all of the Hasidim are filling the room. And he starts to feel a little warm. The Baal Shem Tov notices this and he says to Reb Zev, Reb Zev, why don't you take off your strimal? It's getting a little hot in here, isn't it? So Zev, he takes off his strimal and he's still feeling warm. So the Baal Shem Tov says to him, Zev, why don't you take off your coat? So he takes off his coat. But Zev, he's still very warm. He just can't figure out why he's so hot in this house, even though it's freezing outside. So the Baal Shem Tov says to him, Reb Zev, why don't you open the door and take a little walk out in the cold? It'll cool you off a little bit and then come back in. But don't stay out too long. It's very cold outside. So Zev, he figures, okay. He walks outside and really it, it does feel refreshing. And as he walks and the cold air is on his face, he feels like, I'm still hot. So he starts to walk a little faster and a little faster and he's running and he's running until the cold was really too much for him and he passes out and faints. Rebzev, he woke up in somebody else's bed, in someone else's home. He didn't recognize where he was and he had no memory of his name or where he had been. His mouth was dry and he looked around for some water and this old woman walks in the room and she says, he's awake. She calls her husband. And he comes in, and Zev is laying in bed, and he says, Water. They give him a little bit of water, drinks the water. And the old couple is standing there next to Zev, and they say, What's your name? And Zev looks at them, and he says, I don't remember. And they said, Well, where are you from? And he said, I don't remember. I don't remember anything. They said, We found you in the snow. You were passed out, and it's lucky that we found you, because you would have died otherwise. For two weeks you've been in a coma, and we didn't know if you would ever come out. So Zev got out of bed, and he was fed and clothed, and the couple and Zev, they started speaking. Zev didn't remember his name, so they renamed him Peter. And they told him, you know, you'll be Peter until you remember your name, but at least we'll have a name to call you. They said to him, listen, we're an old couple, and we run this farm, and we could really use a hand. If you don't mind staying here, we'll be happy to give you a place to live and some work. Zev, not knowing any better and not knowing anything, where to go or who he was or anything, he said, okay, I'll stay here and work the farm. And Zev worked the farm for an entire year, through the rest of the winter and through the summer, and the next winter was coming. And the old man was in the town square, and he saw that the Tsar was recruiting for the Tsar's army. He came back to the farm and he said to Zev, you know, Peter, you're a great worker, but we're an old couple, and we just have this little farm. You're really a talented guy with a lot of potential. I think you should go and volunteer for the Tsar's army. And Peter says, really, I couldn't leave you behind. And they said, no, please, we want you to be something. Go and join the Tsar's army, and who knows where it'll take you in life. So Peter, he goes and joins the Tsar's army, signs his name as Peter, 
doesn't know where he's from, doesn't know anything else. He says he's from the farm and that the old couple are his parents. Peter was an unusual soldier. He really picked things up quickly. Shooting a gun and the discipline and wearing the uniform, military maneuvers. Battle after battle, it was thanks to Zev that his unit won. He saved many lives and he was victorious and brave and he was quickly promoted from rank to rank to rank. And for about 10 years or more, he served as a high officer until he was finally promoted to a general in the Tsar's army. And Zev, who was going by the name of Peter, was in charge of a cavalry army of 10,000 soldiers. These were soldiers on horseback with swords. They were the cream of the crop. They were the elite of the Tsar's army. And Zev was their commander. One day when he was on a mission, he passed by a village. And that village reminded him of some place that he had back in his memory. And all of a sudden, everything came back to him. His name was Zev. He was a chassid of the Baal Shem Tov from Mejibuz. Ah, he said to himself, look at how far I've gone. Look at what I've become. I'm a general in the Tsar's army. And the Baal Shem Tov, he wanted to play games with me. I was interested in black magic and leaving Judaism. And look at what I've become. So he decided he was going to visit the Baal Shem Tov and show him what it is to be a general in the Tsar's army. He tells his soldiers, we're going on a three-day trip. Everyone pack up and let's go. And they ride through the day and through the night for three days until they arrive at Mejibuz. And when they arrive there, it's already late at night and totally pitch dark. But not for Zev. He has 10,000 soldiers on horseback. And all of the soldiers had torches as well as their swords. So there he is in Mejibuz in the middle of the night and Zev shouts out to his soldiers, Raise your torches! And all of them pull their torches off of their horses. And then he lights his torch and connects it to the soldier on the left. And within a few minutes, 10,000 torches are surrounding the town of Mejibuz. It lit it up like it was daytime. And Zev, he takes his horse and he rides to the house of the Baal Shem Tov. And the horse is very high. The door is down below. So he kicks the door with his foot, with his booted foot. And no one answers. So he kicks and he kicks and no one answers. Finally, he gets off the horse and he takes his sword and knocks on the door with his sword. And he says, I demand that you open this door in the name of the Tsar. And he hears a voice in the background behind the door saying, What did you say? Zev, he knew it was the Baal Shem Tov. And he thought the Baal Shem Tov was playing games with him. So he knocked even harder on the door and he said, Open in the name of the Tsar and see what becomes of a chassid that has become a general in the Tsar's army. The Baal Shem Tov, he opens the door and he says, Zev, what are you doing outside? And he grabs Zev by the collar and pulls him into the room. And the Baal Shem Tov said, Zev, didn't I tell you? Not to stay outside for too long. It's bitter cold out there. It can be dangerous for you. And Zev looked around the room and he realized that he had gone back in time 15 years. Back to that same night when he was hot and sweating and the Baal Shem Tov told him to go outside and cool off. And he realized any black magic that he was interested in was nothing compared to the holy powers of the Heidegger Baal Shem Tov. That was enough for Zev to finally do tshuva and remain amongst the Hasidim of the Holy Ban Shem Tov until his final days.
thank the new supporters of this podcast, Pesach Steinberg and his wife Rochelle, Daniel Grebsky and his wife Malki, and of course, my parents, Jeffrey Holman and Bonnie Bloom. Thank you for all your support. And if you'd like to be part of this project, all you have to do is go to HasidicStory.com, H-A-S-I-D-I-C.com, and there you can become a supporter of this podcast. You'll get exclusive stories that are for supporters only, and you'll be helping me to spread more light to the world. Thank you.